This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Welcome to our Shir on Tefillah. Baruch Hashem, I'm getting a lot of feedback that um, well, the material that we're learning is very meaningful to people. I know it's uh, meaningful to me. Uh, because we've been saying the same words our whole life, it's very hard for us to shake out of the routine that we've developed. But uh, by learning about uh, the depth and profundity of the structure of tefillah and the meaning of tefillah, it definitely enhances uh, our understanding. And Elu Dvarm Sha'adam Oichel Peroisem Ba'olam Hazeh Vahakaran Kayemes Oilam Abba Ion Tefillah. This is one of the things that we eat the fruits in this world and we get reward. In Olam Haba. Now, I, I want to review one important teaching that we learned last week. I think it's one of the most important teachings that we had in a, in a very long time. And that is the question of Rabbi Avram Falaji. Namely, why does the Shulchan Aruch say that of all of our tefillahs we should sing Mizmar L'Soida because all Shirois will become Batal except for Mizmar L'Soida. What exactly is so significant about Mizmar L'Soida until Rabbi Avram Falaji and the Pada as Avraham said he saw the holy Megala Amukais. And the Megala Amukais teaches us an amazing idea that the entire structure of tefillah is Merumas and Mizmar L'Soida. Namely, we know that a person should not be oimed lehispalel until... Um, a person should not be oimed lehispalel until he learns a devar halacha. So, uh, therefore, Mizmar L'Soida begins... Mizmar L'Soida begins... with... Hariu Lashem Kal Haaretz. Hariu Lashem Kal Haaretz is Rashi Tevois Halacha. By the way, I just want to mention that the series of uh, Shurim on Tefillah is sponsored by our good friend Rabbi Salah Rose, Lezecha Nishmas' brother, Tzvi Ben Levi Yitzchak, Neshama Shavan Aliyah, Biomeel Siyoshev for their Homishbacha, Ad Biyaskoel Sadak. So the Megal Mukos reveals that. The first part of tefillah is halacha. Hariu Lashem kol haaretz. Hariu Lashem kol haaretz. You got that? Halacha. Hariu, by the way, I saw last night in the Chidah's perush on Tehillim, the Chidah says, Hariu ends in a vav. Lashem ends in a hey. That's 11. Kol ends in a lamid. 41. Haaretz ends in a tzadi. That's 131. Let's, let's try that again. Hariu, 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 La, Hey, Kal ends in a Lamid, so that's 1141. Um, Hariu, Lashem, Kal, Ha'aretz, the Chidah says, Soifei Tevois are Anava, which teach to be successful in Halacha, one should have humility. Be it as it may, the next part of Tefillah is as follows. Hariul Hashem Kala Aretz, Ivdu Es Hashem B'Simcha, serve God with joy, that refers to Karbanois. Ivdu Es Hashem B'Simcha, Bayu Lefanav Bernana, 
is a reference to Psuke de Zimra. Then after Psuke de Zimra is Shema. Deu ki Hashem hu leikim, that's Yediyas Hashem. The second aspect of Shema is recognizing that the 248 words of Shema correspond to the 248 Avarim. Namely, there are 248 words of Shema, give life to each one of our Avarim. Hu asanu, v'loyanachnu, He made us. That is a reference to that dimension of Shema. Then there's another important dimension of Shema. That one should imagine themselves being Moiser Nefesh al Kiddush Hashem. That is referenced in Asanu Vulayanach Amoy Vitsoyin Marisa. We're like his sheep, that we would go to slaughter for him. Then we say, after Shaboyu Sha'arav Bisoida, come to his gates in gratitude. That refers to the first three brachas of Shema Nesrei. Chatsei Roisav Bisila. The Chatzah refers to the main body of Shema Nesrei. Bo'yu Shabbosach HaZezah, Hoidulai Baruchu Shemai, refers to Ritzei, Hamachzer Shechinas HaOtziyayin. Ki Toiv Hashem Lioilam Chazdoi is Moidim. V'yad Dar Vadar Emunasai refers to Sim Shalom Toiv Ovracha. So the Megala Mukois is Megala that Mizmar Lasoida encapsulates and incorporates all of the Tefillah. Now I would like to share with you an amazing thing. I don't think anybody ever knew this. I'm pretty sure. Last week we asked a contradiction. When we start Haidu, we said the word is Haidu Lashem Kiru Vishmai. Haidu Ba'amim Alilaisav. It's a Milra. Haidu, not Haidu. So why when it comes to Mizmar Lasaida, Haru Lashem Kars? Why in Mizmar Saida is it Haidulai, a Milel? You ever wonder about that? Why in Haidu is it Milra, Haidulah Hashem? And in Mizmar Saida, Haidulai, it's a Milel. Now, isn't that a good question? Does anybody even have an inkling of the answer? Why is one a Millel and one a Milra? No guessing. Either you know or you don't know. And guess? Why can't we guess? No, there's no guessing. This is not amateur hour over here. <laughs> oh. What's Chas uh, I'm, you know, dealing with seasoned Tamil Chachamim over here. So, my father, Zalgazun taught me there's a rule in Hebrew grammar called Nasaig Achar. Nasaig Achar means it recoils back. And this is the following principle you cannot have a Milra followed by a Milel. It's too crowded. In other words, if word two is a Milel with the emphasis on the first syllable, and the, the word before cannot be a milra. 
because if you emphasize the ultimate syllable and then the first syllable, it's it's a conflict. It's too crowded. Haidu haidu lai. Lai is a millel. There's only one syllable, so it's lai. So you can't say haidu lai because then the haidu and the lai are going to be crashing into each other. So we apply the following principle: that even though in Hebrew by default every word is a milra. But if the next word is a mil-el, the word before jumps back and you emphasize the first syllable. So it becomes haidulai, not haidulai, haidulai. But by haidulashem, God's name is always a mil-ra, lashem, not lashem, lashem. And therefore, haidu remains a mil-ra. Wow. So today you got a real treat. You know the Chavos Siyar says, Diktuk is like mustard. A little bit is good. Too much, you know. But this is a very, a little bit of mustard is really delicious, you know. So that's the Klal of Nasoig Achar. Where Haidu Lashem becomes a Mil'el and Haidu, excuse me, Haidu Lai is a Mil'el and Haidu Lashem is a Mil'el. Okay. So let's, uh, I want to share with you some thoughts from Harava Vigdor Miller, Zechatzak Levracha, and some other thoughts as well. What is the difference between a shir and a zemer? Shir just means poetry, no music, no melody. Shir refers to poetry. Zemer is with music and melody. So, Mizmar Lesoida. That means this song was not just a shir, but it was a zemer, it was sang with music. Hariul Hashem Kal I don't understand. Last week we learned from Rav Yaakov Emden that the Mizmar Lasaida was enacted because every day we experience miracles and we don't recognize the miracles that we experience. So we have to, so to speak, bring a toida every day. That's why there are 41 words in Mizmar Lasaida, 40 keneged, the 40 loaves, and one can I get the carbon itself? And so here the guy experienced the miracle. Why is he saying, Hey, Hashem everybody blow the shoifar. Hey pal, you're the one who has to show gratitude. Well, what did everyone else have to do with it? So Rav Miller expresses the following idea. That one who wants to express thanks to Hashem, he should be aware not only of the kindness to him, but the kindliness to everyone. And therefore he awakens all men and summons them to praise and thank Hashem. That's why in Berchus HaMozoin, where you had a salami sandwich, but the bracha you say, Hunoisein lechem lechol basar. Because when somebody wants to thank Hashem, he has to express gratitude to all of mankind. Secondly, because of our love of Hashem, we want to bring all of mankind to His service. Because a loyal servant endeavors that everybody else should also likewise serve the Master. So the reason why 
we want other people to thank Hashem is an expression of gratitude. One who truly feels gratitude to Hashem is aware and cognizant not only of Hashem's kindness to him, but of Hashem's kindness to everyone. Secondly, out of our loyalty to Hashem, we want everyone to be loyal to Hashem. Thirdly, we are so overwhelmed with gratitude to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Our, our gratitude to Hashem is so immense. We have to thank Hashem for teeth and for gums and for a tongue and for lips and for speech and for a nose and for smell and for hearing and for eyes and for two eyes. And we could go on the whole day. There's little, our mouth is not enough to be able to speak all day long of all the things we have to thank Hashem for. I just read last night in a Hebrew Sefer, quoting an English Sefer, that Harava Victor Miller, Zechetzak Levracha, on his last day in this world, the doctor came into the room and he said, Rabbi, how are you doing? And Rav Miller says he doesn't have time to discuss that because he's so busy thanking Hashem. Because we are, we are commanded to love Hashem, especially in the last moments of life. You need to love God even when He takes you out of the world. And how do you come to love God? By appreciating everything He gives you. So Miller says, today is the most important day of my life. The last day of my life is the most important day of my life. I am reviewing all the things I have to be grateful to Hashem. And Rav Miller solicited the doctor that the doctor should help him count and enumerate all the things that he should be grateful for. So the reason why we summon other people to thank Hashem is because we're acknowledging our mouth alone is not powerful enough to thank Hashem for everything there is to thank Him for Hashem. So therefore we have to summon the mouths of all of mankind, and we have to summon the heaven and the earth and all of creation to enlist them in our task of thanking Hashem. Now, we don't just say, we don't just make a, a song for God, and we don't just make music for God, but rather, hario, uh, make noise, sound the trumpet. Sound the trumpet, meaning we have to do even more than just music and melody. Now we say, serve God with joy. This is very important. Yeah, I really thank you God. I thank you Hashem, I really appreciate you gave me a mouth, thank you. And I appreciate you gave me teeth. Teeth are really good. I don't have to drink milkshakes every single day, three times a day. I could actually eat food. And gums are very important, otherwise the teeth would have nothing to be in. Thank you, Hashem. Okay, and what are you doing about your gratitude? Nothing. Nah, it's not worth anything. Gratitude is expressed by avoida, And therefore we have to perform the avoida with joy. Because we are burdened with the following question. What can I repay for everything He bestowed upon me. So because of His love for Hashem, a person wants to please Hashem. And when he has a new opportunity to serve Hashem, he rejoices. So at least he could pay Hashem back 
in some measure. The Chaye Adam, by the way, wrote a commentary on Mizmar Lasoida. It's printed in the back of the Chaye Adam, and he says on the Pasuk, Ivdu es Hashem besimcha bayu lefanav bernana. He quotes the Zayar. Kaihanim emanate from the realm of Simcha, Leviim emanate from the realm of Renana. So, Ivdu, the Avoid of the Kaihanim, is Besimcha. That's where Kaihanim come from, the world of Simcha. Ivdu is Besimcha, Bayu Lafana Bernana refers to the Leviim. And now this brings us to a very interesting subject. There is a famous Kri Ksiv in Mizmah Lasaida. Hu asanu, he made us, v'loyanachnu. It's written, v'loyanachnu. We're not, we're not his. But it's spelled, it's read, it's pronounced, v'loyanachnu. To him we are. It's written, loymit in aleph. It's pronounced, loymit avav. It's written, not we are. It's pronounced, to him we are. The Chayodim explains as follows. In Olam Hazeh, when you see someone's Matzliach, the person is toilet on himself. And he says, oh, You know, in this world, if someone is successful, they think, Ah, it's all me, it's all me. You know, you see sometimes, I remember there was a, there was a guy in camp, and, okay, he had a, he had a, good, a decent voice. And so did another 200 people who had the exact same voice quality. And all of a sudden, this guy is a big star and he's making tapes and it could have easily been anybody else. Why him? Does he have a better voice? Did he, did he, is he more um, dynamic? No, the Rebbe Shalom said He's going to be a singer, and uh, I'm going to give him Parnas as a singer. That's the way it is. But people think it's Koychiva Itzam Yadi. Who Asanu? Asanu doesn't mean he made us. Like, V'el Habakar Asher Asa. Amravinu fixed up the cow. He prepared the cow. Who Asanu? Wherever we are in life, God fixed us up. He made us into that. And it wasn't us. You hear that? That's the meaning of the of the ksiv. Hu asanu. It has two meanings. Hu asanu. God made us v'loy with avav anachnu. We belong to Him. Or hu asanu. God positioned us to wherever we are in life. V'loy anachnu. And it wasn't us. Our money, success. Whatever we've accomplished, it was not us. Very interesting. That's how the Chayadam explains the Krieg Siv over here. On the other hand, in the uh, Yosef Tehillis, who wrote the Yosef Tehillis? On Tehillim, Maran, Rabbi Yosef Chaim of Baghdad, uh, Rabbi Yosef, excuse me, Rabbi Chaim Yosef David Azulai, the Chida. The Chida's commentary on Tehillim. Hu asanu v'layanachnu. He says he heard from the Rava Muvak, Rabbi Yisrael Meir Mizrahi, the Mechaber of Pri Haaretz, in the name of Rabbi Yudah HaKoyim. 
In Masech Techulen, by the midst of Kisei Adam, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, You know I love the Jewish people, because even when I give them greatness, they lower themselves, they humble themselves. This is what it means. Hu Asanu. When Hashem is Mashpia Gedula, Hu Asanu. We say like this, Even when God makes us great, Hu Asanu. God fixed us up. But Veloya Nachnu. The way the Chida reads it, us, shanachnu loy, we're as if we don't exist. We humble ourselves, and then v'loyanachnu. Then we belong to him. So the chida reads it like this: Hu asanu. God has made us great. He's elevated us. He's promoted us. But us v'loyanachnu. We're nothing. We lower ourselves, we humble ourselves, and if we do that, then we are truly desired by Hashem. Or the Chida says exactly like the Chayadam. Or, He made us, we thank Him that it's all from Him. And we didn't do anything. By the way, in the Sefer Darke Musar of Rabbi Yaakov Naiman, Rashiva of La Petach Tikva, I believe, he writes that he personally heard from the Chafetz Chaim, who said in the name of the Dovna Magid, Du ki Hashem, hu elakim, hu asanu, amoy. So there's a Creek Siv here. He said as follows There are two people, they're both going on the road. One guy feels this his pocket. He's missing his wallet. He grabs his friend. He said, give me back the money. He says, hey, you know, I took it. Did you see me take it? He says, pal, we're in a desert, you know, we're on a desert island here. We're walking in the desert. It's just me and you. I had my wallet. You're the only option. How do I know you took it? There's nobody else around. <laughs> I didn't steal my own wallet. It must have been you. So we say like this. Listen to this. This is what the Chavetz Chaim said. ki Hashem huasanu. We know, know that Hashem made us. You know how we know? How do we know Hashem made us? You know why? Because anachnu. It wasn't us. We didn't do it. We didn't make ourselves. And therefore, anachnu. We know that we definitely belong to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Let's conclude with one little lamdus from Rav Shimon Schwab, Zechitzak Levracha, in his Sefer Ion Tfila. We say, Come to his gates with the carbon taida, his courtyards with praise. Rav Schwab quotes Masech Shuas that you're not allowed to add to the city of Yushalayim unless you have a melech, a navi, Urim Vitumim and the Sanhedrin of 71 and two carbon taidas and a shear. Meaning you cannot change the dimensions of Jerusalem unless you have to encircle the area, the new added area with two lachme taida of chametz and with the shear Mizmar Lasaida. In other words, you need to bring a carbon taida and say Mizmar Lasaida and say Yoshe Besesa El based on the Gemar now, the Gemara says, Marv Rabbi you know that Mizmar Lasaida is the song of the future. It's of L'Asid Lavai, that's 
what the Chazal tell us, the Chay Adam's commentary is based on that principle. Now in the future, Yushalayim will expand Adam Esek. Yeah? Yaminu Smal Tefroitzi. That's what we mean, Yaminu Smal Tefroitzi. Right? Yaminu Smal Tefroitzi will expand, it will, it will spread out Adam Esek. Now Yushalayim is going to get bigger. And the gates of Yushalayim are going to reach Damascus. So by the way, if you want to get, uh, you want a good real estate, you buy right outside of the gates, right where the prices just start going down, because one day they're going to be within the walls. But anyway, um, because it's going to be a capital city for all the world, like it says, Venaroi Kalagoyim. Now if they do that, you don't think Yerushalayim could just expand, they're going to have to bring two Lachmei Toida. So we tell the Umay Yisraelim, Boyu Sha'arav Bisoida, come to his gates with the carbon toida, his chatzer b'sihila, lasid lavai, when you come to the Beis HaMikdash, you can only come with the toida, and tehila refers to the shear accompanying the carbon toida. So that's the conclusion. In other words, one day Yushalayim will expand, and we'll have to do so through the carbon toida and Mizmar Lasaida. Be'ezus Hashem, the next shear on tefillah, I believe will be... Yehi Chavoid, which has 18 psukim and 18 mentions of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's name. Look forward to next time. Um, if anybody wants to join us, um, here's the schedule for the upcoming week. Sunday morning, we'll have to do a very brief daf uh, Ion, because I think we have to do daf Samaches Sunday morning. Um... And if anybody wants, Tuesday evening, there will be a special shir in Yeshivas, Rabbeinu Yitzchak Elchanan, to the Beis HaMedrash, at uh, 9.45 p.m. Okay, everybody, uh, well, regular shir will be Monday morning, Agar the Pirka, and 5 p.m., Arches Chaim of the Rosh. Thank you, everyone, for joining. Bracha v'hatzlacha. Have a good Shabbos. Have a good Shabbos. Kol Bye-bye. Good job, is good job, is. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.